Love black queens with introspective. See the world from a dope perspective. Type that's real heavy on the intellect. Always light on the disrespect. Conversation that keep you engaged. Free speech against the minds of a saving. They can't be the only ones. Now they can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Miss Gale and be your lovely host. To hear the show that you ain't alone. Can't be the only ones. No, we can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. our podcast we can't be the only ones i'm gail and i am you're very tired b i'm tired so am i i'm tired tired too i didn't do nothing to be tired well i work oh sorry why is my phone for our regularly scheduled (laughs) gail interruption i know it's like a regular thing because i my program my phone to do everything to remind me i'll work about that too all right. All right. So back, we digress. <laughs> so we're going to talk about our grateful things. Our moment of gratitude. And uh, it's me first. I'm going to let you answer that. So. It's you first because it, no. it's my podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn. <laughs> it's me because it's my po- I could have just went with that and been wrong, but just whatever. Think, it's all about me. Me, 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 me. Well, see, then I would do it every time first. When it's your topic, yeah. Oh, okay. See, yeah, I would. Okay. <laughs> but now I'm um, okay. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll let. The, I'll go to the end. All right. Okay, great. My moment of gratitude and gratefulness is to my nephew Paul. Oh, nice. Why so? He just had a birthday. He has a twin sister. Happy birthday to the both of them. And Paul, it's really interesting how Paul and I became closer than almost anybody else in my family. Nice. And just in, he was having trials and I listened and I've had trials and he's listened and he's such a smart young man and he's always been, he's like super smart. Mm-hmm. And um, him and his sister are like Franny and Zowie, they're that smart. I don't know. Who oh, it's are. a book, Franny and Zowie's really too smart. Um, brothers and sisters and the very smart uh, almost too smart sometimes for common conversation he's especially when he was younger and now he's gotten older it's different but he's just dabbled into so many things that at one point I thought he did uh, psychoanalysis hypnosis you know various things and when I lived in Atlanta he visited and He's just done so many different things. I thought, where is he going with all this? And he's working with kids now and he, he loves what he does. And he's such a smart young man, but he can funnel it down to where children can respond oh, nice. and reach them. And he's super, super good at that. He's, he's 40 ish. He's extremely good looking has a good job is ladies he single he's very Not you single. ladies yeah <laughs> this lady he's very single okay. hi paul nice to meet you he is very single i'm and five he's, three <laughs> i have a master's degree um i'm great conversationalist okay moment of gratitude me <laughs> i like to cook it's when me. i feel like cooking when I feel like cooking, don't get used to that. Oh All right, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> hi, Paul. Happy to, birthday. Addition on this, he's going to be embarrassed now for his friends. <laughs> like, I can't believe my aunt did this to me. Happy birthday. And most times he's like, it, he makes me so happy to talk to him because he says the nicest things to me. Like, when he heard about the podcast and he listened to it, He's like, I listened to it and I thought, he said, I'm sharing it with people going, that's my aunt. My aunt. That's her doing that. And and he's just, but he's just like, he's such a nice guy. Hi, Paul. He really is. Nice to meet you. And I I, I hope that he finally meets someone who is nice. Not that you're not. I I know I'm not nice. I'm kind. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Oh, that's right. We wanted to meet a kind woman. So, so that that's who I'm grateful for that I have Paul in my he's life. He's here. Don't look any further. Anywho, <laughs> that <laughs> I am grateful for perfect timing. Um, like I think last week we were talking about preparing for your future self and like leaving little trails so that you can be in a position in your present that works out for you. And last week was a trying week, um, but I had already had a vacation plan to visit my very, very like closest friend, Larry in Tampa. So I was going to go by myself, but we ended up, you know, taking Alina with, and it was just such an enjoyable time. And I was just like really happy that the timing of everything just worked out exactly the way that it should have. And I do find myself looking at like different moments, like, you know, the position I am in, the station I am in in my life, that I'm just like, wow, this is pretty good timing mm -hmm. that things work out. But again, part of that was still like setting that will into motion to say, hey, okay, Larry, I haven't seen you in two years. I'm going to see you. You know, and then it's been that long. Yeah, I think it's the been, last conference, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been like two years. Oh, wow. I think he did. Let me think. Did he come into? I don't know that he came down here because normally when he comes down here, he does see me. But I think because COVID had happened, he did come down. Sorry, Liam. But we couldn't see each other because right. it was so early in COVID and we weren't quite sure what to do how to do and how to move but he had to come down here for personal matters but um i do re yeah he did come down and so i missed him then too so well, that's good it was just a really enjoyable weekend and it just you know alina and him kind of ganged up on me about certain things but it was just such a lovely weekend to have you know alina which is one of my favorite people in the whole wide world and another one of my favorite people in the whole wide world just get along like it just warmed my little heart well then you did you needed that i surely did and you it was a, it that. was a great great perfect timing and i was off last week too so it was just like okay it was a nice week i had appointments the whole week but it was it still worked out that at the end of it, I don't feel like depleted. I feel rejuvenated and refreshed and ready to take ready on whatever. Ready to go back to work. Yeah, I'm okay with going back to work. Yeah. I got I got more days to take off. Okay, so do I. Mm -hmm. Okay, now what? What's your topic? <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Me, 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 me. I know. <laughs> Go well, you know, <laughs> my topic heading will be planning and it's best kind of winging it. Okay. And, but before I actually get into that, I have some examples of planning of uh, not really planning, not at all. Uh, my weekly adventures, I, I have to have them that something that happened in my adventures this week what happened? while you were gone. I went to Publix. Oh, we're it's, shopping. It's either, Publix, it's either Publix or 7-Eleven. It's just, they stalk me. And in fact, a woman was stalking me in Publix. Okay. Not purposely, but anywho, I go into Publix. We're at the fish thing together. She's ordering everything, and they have this one piece of fish. There's only one left. I want it. I want to, and she's in front of me, and I'm looking around. No one else can help. And I'm like, please don't. And as she's starting to gravitate down to my fish, I refuse to move. COVID or not, <laughs> I want this fish. So, and the guy looked at me. I looked at him, and she did ask about it, and but she needed more. And he said, that's all we have. And thank God she didn't take it. She took salmon and went about her business. But every aisle after that, I saw her in. Mm -hmm. And it was almost like I felt like she was stalking me. Because I, I would up turn, there she was. Okay. Or I try to move, there she was. Like, what the hell? So then we get in the freezer section. 
and I decide I want to get some ice cream. So I go down, there she is, talking to a Publix employee. So she was there first. Well, okay, yeah. Okay, I'm just... <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> I guess. It's like she knew I was going to ice cream. So, okay, okay she's yeah. there. Okay, all right. I'm just trying and to see there who's she, talking And there to. they are, standing in front of the section I want to go to. So I waited for a minute. The conversation just seemed to go on. And I, I was like, okay. So I, at the Publix employee, I said, excuse me, could I get into the freezer right there? Oh, sure, sure. So she moves over. I go in. Now I can hear their conversation. So I'm going to decide if this is a personal conversation, I may be ratting some people out today because you shouldn't be holding up other customers to chit chat. But it wasn't. The woman was looking for Craig Crazins. Craig Crazins. Like She's the, not sure how you spell it. Sort of like how you would spell crazy, but don't put the Y or the Z. She's not sure. Maybe you move the Z to the Y. She's not, but it's Craig Crazins. I know Crazins <laughs> are like a, a mix of cranberries and raisins. Well, it is a cranberry. It's just a brand name. Uh-huh. Crazins. So I'm listening to this, and the girl is the public's employees feverishly trying to find it on her phone, but she's spelling cray cray. <laughs> she said, we don't sell. She said, we got a book this cray cray, but we don't sell cray cray. She said, do you mean crab? And she goes, no, you put it on your salad. I slammed the freezer door, turned around. Are you talking about cranberries that are dried? Yeah. And he goes, no, it can't be a cranberry. I think it is a cranberry, and it's a cranberry that's dried. And the brand name is Craisins. I wouldn't even have this conversation with them. And so, <laughs> and it was so the, the, the public employee, she's like, oh, yeah, I know what they are. She said, you couldn't find them? She goes, well, no, I was looking for something called Cray Cray. And I kind of looked at her, and the public employee looked at me like, of course she is. Then she turns to me after I've been a little, not probably as kind as I could have been. I was nice. And then she says, you are so wonderful. I see you every time I'm in here. And I just wanted to say, you're just so wonderful. Thank you. Okay. That was my public story. Also, before I entered Publix, I forgot and got out the car without a mask. Um. And like three people came right at me. You don't have a match, you don't have a match, you don't have a match. Whoa. Uh, and I touched my face. Oh, shit. I don't have a mask. Anybody got a mask? <laughs> Ridiculous. So somebody gave me a mask. Okay, so this is planning. Before you get out the car, check to see if you have a mask so on. Funny. Put on so a mask. I don't know that the lady was stalking you, Gail. Let's go back to that. <laughs> um, I just had a sense that every time I turned, she... Maybe it was a setup that I could help her with the craisins. <laughs> Maybe. I'll, I'll give you that. You were put in her life to tell her that it was crazy. And she was dressed to the nines. I don't know what that had to do with anything. I'm figuring this out as we go along. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Just nothing. You know, she turned out to be such a nice person. Then I saw her again at checkout. Okay. So when she was in front of me this time. I guess I was stalking her again. There you go. Yeah, so we traded. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, so back to my topic. I don't know why I threw that. It just kind of annoyed me. It must be an old person thing. Maybe. I, I don't know. Yeah. The crazing thing got me. Like, oh, my God, you don't know what a crazing is? Google, girl, Google. Anyway, I learned that from you. Yeah. Anyway, about planning. Here I am this week going to have a on-the-road podcast. Oh, yeah, because I wasn't here. You weren't here, so I was going to do an on-the-road podcast. We talked about it. Uh-huh. Um, I actually, I don't know if you saw the plastic bag. Yeah. And I had found an extra um, one that was not in the other plastic bag. Uh -huh. And I was going to use that one, then spray it and put it back on and... And I was like, kind of like all set. Mm -hmm. And I charged the phone. Mm -hmm. 
And I said, you know what? Maybe I, I thought about it when I was in Publix that I had the phone with me. But then I thought, you know, you just can't run around in Publix asking people arbitrarily things because the manager may come. It could be a problem. I didn't know. And then I, but also on top of that, I had my phone all prepared. I was only going to talk to people who had Samsungs. So when they wanted to know what podcast, I could zip it to them, you know, hit the little button and send them the podcast okay. information. So, I mean, I had this, I had my little questions that I was going to ask. <laughs> my question was, have you learned anything new in the last seven days? Something you never, ever knew. And then my next question would be, have you relearned something you thought you knew, but you were wrong? Mm -hmm. I was all set with this. So, but when I get into Publix, eh, maybe not. Might not be the, you know, they might have some issues. So then I left Publix and I went over to, there's this park that's over by the church. Mm -hmm. And it usually has people sitting there. And I thought, okay, I'll go over there. Way too crowded. And most people did not have on masks at all. Because they figure they're outside. Yeah. So I think, nah, this probably isn't going to be a good thing either. So then I drove off. Then I thought about Starbucks. I'll just sit outside at Starbucks here. I'll get me a coffee. I'll sit there. And then I can just with as you know, see people say, hi, you know, do you listen to podcasts? Because I do a podcast with a friend of mine. And I have a couple questions I like to set up for when I do my next filming. Would you mind? Again, there was no place to sit at Starbucks. Every table was taken. Mm -hmm. There was no social distancing. Mm -hmm. Every other table had masks. Mm -hmm. So I, I said, okay, I'm going to go home. This was Sunday. I'm done. It's not going to happen. So then we come to today. Or was it last night? When did I text you for the password? Uh, I think it was yesterday. Okay. So, oh no, so this was Saturday, then Sunday. Okay, so I think I'm going to go out and I'm going to go in the neighborhood. So I got all my little stuff, got my plastic bag. I'm all ready. And I see the neighbor across the street, Cynthia, who I haven't seen. She thanked me for her foot products. And I said, you, got, nice her. you want to ask, can you answer me some questions for a pop? She said, sure, I'd be glad to. Click, click. You need a password to get on Berlin's phone. Yes, you do. Who knew? Berlin knew. I didn't know. Oh. And I was running all around town with the phone. <laughs> Never even checked. <laughs> planning. Planning is a key thing. That wasn't a plan. It was a wing it. Yeah, sounds like that. But we think winging it is like a plan. Well, I think people think winging it is like being, what is that thing? Like you're on your toes. Creative spontaneity. Yeah, like, like, we can do this. So when it'll happen, like this is surety that this is going to happen. But yeah. or it can be a surety of a failure. I mean, or half done, halfway. Or it could actually work out too. Possibly. Sometimes I mean, there's error. There's there's a margin for everything. Possibly. But yeah. But I, I, it just made me think about really planning for things. And, you know, I, and then I came up with, this is just me. I didn't read this from anyone. I'm not quoting anyone. I believe there's three types of planning. There's the best, where you dot your I's, cross your T's, even rehearse. Mm -hmm. Then there's the kind of got a plan. Like, I think I'm going to do this. I'm not really sure. But we think it's okay because... We leave ourselves open for change. Mm -hmm. So we're thinking we're being grand. Mm -hmm. You know, we're being creative thinkers. And then there's the winging it. Where we think we know so damn much <laughs> that we can just go ahead and it's all going to work out. Because I know so much. I'm, I, I know how to do this. Mm -hmm. Somewhat like the screen in the yard. Mm -hmm. that I Googled, bought all the essential products, had to do it twice because I 
didn't get the right ones the first time, so I had to buy them again. It really needs a professional. <laughs> That's so funny. But that, winging it, when will I learn winging it is not going to do it? That's an old question that only you can answer. I know. All right, so let's, 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 let's go into winging it. I guess, you know, I think everyone's, I think sometimes you do just have to wing it. I think life throws you enough curveballs that sometimes you just have to take things as they come. I'm not saying all the time. And at that moment, you have a decision to make and you, you got to figure out, you can't, you can't figure out all the details because you just don't have time to figure out all the details. But if you haven't prepared yourself to even do that, you're going to fail. Well, failure isn't that bad. Unless you're drowning. I mean, yeah, but you know, you get to live on or whatever you do when you die. So... (laughs) If not here, heaven. There you go. Okay. So, I mean, I think failure. Or loss of job, which is probably worse. Even if on you the job. Do, yeah, I think even if you failure, though, yes, sometimes you do wing it. And when you do wing it, good things happen. And then, like, extraordinary things happen that are great. And then sometimes extraordinary things happen that are bad. But I think everybody kind of goes through that. But you can't necessarily be afraid of failure. You know, maybe you did wing it without all the information you needed to know because you only know what you know when you know it. Really? Yeah. That's it. So if you didn't know to, you know, say, hey, let me look for a password, you wouldn't know until you knew it. So and, the and next the, but it was so dumb because... Mine is not even a password. You have to have my thumb or my forefinger. Otherwise, you're just really out of luck. So it was just more of an oversight. But still, that next time. But the funny thing is, I went two days with this before it hit. So I was like, that's because. And then I had all my ducks in a row, willing parson, and there we are. Hmm. <laughs> but see, that, that was a good fail. I mean, because you can't just necessarily think about failures as being so, like, off-putting because then you have your bottom of, like, hey, I don't want this to happen again if you're a thinking person. You're like, I don't want this to happen again, so what can I do to the next time I come around, I have everything in the row, like, everything that could have went wrong, you're in a Publix. First of all, I don't see nobody waiting at Publix to talk to you. I'd be like, get away from me. Um... (laughs) Hello, I have a bubble, a government no. sanctioned bubble. No, I'm, all, I'm always talking to people, so yeah. I mean, so I would just be like, why are you talking to me? We're not supposed to talk to each other no more in public. Leave me alone. Like, this is my dream come true, COVID. So, <laughs> poor, poor world. I'm missing the opportunity of sharing wealth with you. I'm on a podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm on a podcast. You can hear me here. Um,. But yeah, I think that failure, winging it probably isn't so bad and failure isn't so bad either. Because then you can kind of go to a kind of plan. Well, when I was, I was speaking with um, one of the ladies from church, I was mm-hmm. telling her what happened and the, you know, and I hadn't had the little category. And she, she, this woman has only seen me like a couple times because we work together at church. She's only seen me a couple times because we rotate so frequently. We don't always see each other. Uh-huh. And um, she chuckled and laughed. But she always has a little cute story. So I was giving her my little cute story. She said, you know, you impress me as someone who doesn't always have it all together when you do something. But somehow it just seems to work. And I said, what made you think that about me? And I thought, do I come in looking disarrayed? <laughs> like I just threw it on? I know. I was like, wait. <laughs> I was really like complimenting this. It's so funny because uh, the lady, another lady who works there, she stopped what she was doing and turned around and thought, oh, this could go bad. <laughs> yeah. She said, no. she said, you're so gregarious. She said, you, you have a lot of energy. And she said, I was shocked to find out that 
you're actually older than me. She said, I thought you were at least 15 years younger than me. Mm -hmm. And you just always seem to have so much energy that I just, you just seem like you could, you think quick on your feet. She said, when you're putting in your information, she said, it's only one week you came and it took you a little longer than normal to get onto the system. Mm -hmm. But when people are asking questions, you don't even blink, look up, you answer them. I said, well, that's just experience of doing this task. It's, she said, but it, it does say something. She said, because other people been doing it too and don't have an answer for me, but you generally do. And she said, I just find that, I, so I just feel like you're always good on your feet. She said, so I kind of think of it that you would just be good on your feet with that. So you don't have the password. Tape them on your phone. Keep <laughs> it moving. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was another option. But at the same time, it goes back to, I was listening to a podcast yesterday and they were talking about learning things, which goes back to you saying, like, is it easier for you to learn as you get older? Mm. And what they found or to kind of take on new things or whatever. And they do find that you can do that. But one of the things that they also found that if you have a very good formal education early on, it just helps you throughout the rest of your life. So mm. a lot of the foundation that kind of would, you know, the critical thinking and, you know, all of those skills are learned kind of early on. Like if you're 35 years old and you're still having problems with critically thinking, you're going to have an issue for a while. Okay. You know what I mean? So part of it, I think is a baseline. Like, you know, you said as well, like, you can build upon other skills. So yeah. when you build upon other skills that you may have had in your repertoire, you can just pivot and say, oh, okay, I'm winging it, but it's gonna work out. It's like having, I like to call it, of having a tool belt. Mm -hmm. What do you have in your tool belt? Mm -hmm. But I guess the winging it part with the, the, the podcast and just, I don't know. I think part of me probably really didn't want to do it like that. Just start oh, like talking you self to people. Self-sabotage. Right. So it was like, okay, can't do it. I mean, <laughs> seriously, because if you really wanted to do it, you you would have found out in Publix. Yeah. and Or I would have just taped from my phone. Yeah. So And hoped it would have worked out some way. Part of it could be self-sabotaging. People get in their own way. I mean, if you don't know what you're doing, do you really want to commit? Well, and I think that's why people do kind of planning. Okay. Because when you really want to do something truly and you want to shine at it, I, I don't think you, you do kind of. You do the best possible planning because you want to shine at it. You want to have the best vacation. Mm -hmm. You want to have the best dinner party. So you're almost fanatical. Like this sitting here, that there, this here, so that it is in the best that you can present. Yeah. Because when you're doing the other things, like when you're just kind of winging it, eh, if, it if it falls through, are they going to blame you because you didn't have all the tools to do it in the first place? Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't fall through, well, look, you're like genius child. I know. But if you kinda, <laughs> you're not, you're not anything with kinda. It's like, well, you really didn't put your best foot forward in this, it, but you knew that. Yeah. I think the kinda plan is like the being unsure of oneself and only nobody else can be sure of what you want to do besides yourself. So, um, I was talking to Alina earlier this week and I'm like, we're talking about happiness and I'm like, Look, when it comes to happiness, I can't be happy for you. No. Your happiness isn't my happiness. And that's to everybody. Like, everybody is so very specific with what makes would them happy. make them tick. That it's not going to translate from one person to the other. So even when it comes to, like, self-esteem or self-efficacy or whatever you want to call it, that's that little voice that says, you can do it. I can't do that for you. I can believe in you. And it's great to have social support. But at the end of the day, you can have so many people believing in you. But until you believe in yourself, 
that is when you'll get to that next portion of wherever you need to go. And maybe that's where a little bit of more diligence and care and time comes into like making sure that this goes off without a hitch. You know? Okay. And you're, I, I think you're right. And that's where I guess I'm used to the winging it, Gail. Mm-hmm. Because generally, I have enough in my arsenal, you know, in my tool belt, that I feel comfortable winging it. Mm-hmm. Because I, I have things I can fall back on. But even with winging it, I think you still have to have some sort of plan. Put some effort into some sort of planning into which, which direction you're going to go. And if that has a stop, can you pivot to the left or pivot to the right? Mm-hmm. Because I think for me, winging it is, is that's someone's personality. They, they wing it. Mm-hmm. They're winging life until they can't no longer wing it. And maybe I've hit the no longer can wing it. And maybe it has to do with age. Because as you get older, your recall isn't as fast. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure there are people out there that are, older than me they have faster recall that they they remember everything i'm pretty sure i am not (laughs) you know i'm fortunate if i can remember yesterday's breakfast which is why i take a picture and put it on instagram in case somebody asks i can look it up and tell you (laughs) no i'm only kidding no she's not (laughs) i'm only kidding but i do think that that's part of it too as you when you're younger, you, you have a more confidence about you to wing things and do things. I don't wing nothing. Well, no, you don't. <laughs> For the most part. <laughs> you plan it down to the dot. The, well, that's like when I planning a trip for me to only real trip I planned to Cuba at, at that. Well, the first one I didn't plan, which kind of like was a disaster. The second one I planned, and I planned it down so well because it was Annie's birthday. Mm-hmm. And I wanted her to have the best of time. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of planning into it. Whereas normally I could take a vacation, go by myself, and just as long as I have a place to stay, and if it's a, a foreign country that I need somebody, a translator with me, I'm fine. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would say... I mean, I can pivot. Like, if you throw me a curveball, I'm a curve with it. And then still make a plan for that curveball. Um, but I'm a planner. I'm a planner. Like, they were laughing at me earlier because when we left and I had, Larry was like, what's that? And I said, it's a blanket for when I'm driving because I might get cold so I can put the blanket on my lap because I'm wearing a dress. And that way I don't have to like turn the AC up or down. And he was just like, wow. Yes. I've never heard of that. <laughs> I did. Cause I'm going to be driving. And I was like, I don't want to like, I get hot and cold. So I was like, I don't want to play around with this. So that way my legs are covered. And he's just like, all you do is plan. And it's like, yeah, all I do is just plan and have like backup plans in my head. Now, have you ever been met with a situation where there was no plan? Yeah. At all. Yeah. I mean, those are the curveballs that life passes to you. But if I have a moment to kind of stop, think, and get to where I need to go, I am going to pivot and make another plan. So you never wing it? No, not, not, unless I'm at home chilling, I'll wing that. <laughs> If I'm on vacation, it's like I'm not going out in the street to do a podcast and wing it. No, I'm just saying, but if I'm at home and, you know, I'm on vacation and I'm like, this is a staycation and I'm not doing anything, we can wing it like and figure out, hey, this is what we're going to do and ping pong how we're going to move or how I'm going to move. By myself, I will wing it. But as far as like if there are other people involved or if there's a specific goal that I'm trying to attain, I I need a path and I can pivot from the path and I can I can pivot from the path or I can kind of, you know, move left or right or say, you know what, I'm not going to do this right now. Let's put this on the shelf. 
But yeah, I don't do anything without knowing why I'm doing it or what I'm getting out of it. Hmm. See, I've actually done some things and halfway there go, why am I doing this? Which is okay. <laughs> no, it's not. It's never been okay. Well, not, no, there's sometimes it has been okay, but a lot of times it's like, it is not okay. And you just, then you turn into dread. Like, I just want to get out of this. It's just, when is the end? Can we get to the end? That's sort of like, I hope Edward's not listening, but that was sort of my marriage. <laughs> At the honeymoon, I was like, what in the hell? What? Did you ever have that moment when you know that what you've just done is wrong? Yeah. And I'll remember it to this day. High noon at the post office in Wildwood. I stood there and I, his behavior with the, the lady at the counter and the people around him, at that moment I knew this was probably your worst ever decision in life. And <laughs> I, I question I, though, were you winging it beforehand? No, no, we were planning it out and everything. I mean, but I mean, were you winging <laughs> your feelings with him? I don't think so. Although his father said before we got married, you two are not really <laughs> suited for each other at all. So you were winging it, <laughs> maybe. I don't know, but it was. I were you had a kind of plan because uh, you know. They have that thing, that saying, which is a good reason why. That you... was a kind of plan. Yeah, because kind I'm of plan. winging it would have just been we just you know lived together and then it didn't work. Go. No. <laughs> kind of, we solidified it with paperwork and and I, I, I'll but I'll never forget that moment that day at, at that precise time. I knew this was bad. You were done. I just didn't know how to bail at this point, but I knew. And I think that was one of, that kind of pivoted me in, I never, I tried to stay away from kind of plans after that. Uh If I couldn't fully commit even to, because even in winging it, you fully commit. Yeah. You come in and say, okay, you you know where I'm going to go. I think I got everything. I'm not sure, but we need to do this. So let's go. And I've done it at work, even when I worked in a hospital. Uh-huh. You know, maybe it, it, you can't do kind of because you're dealing with people. But you can wing it as long as you got a staff around you that there are yeah. more expertise here than me. Yeah. And so winging it is not, but kind of, that's when, no, you can't do, I can't do kind of plans because I can't see my way out. I will stay there which I stayed there for five years, stayed there, and then just, no, I can't do this anymore. You know, I bottomed out. But that was like the end of my kind of plan. From then on, I I, basically, I flipped a wing in it. (laughs) Let's just get all, as many tools as possible together and let's go. Yeah. I mean, the good thing is that you probably still have those tools. It's just, if you want, Depends on how many disasters you get out of it. Maybe winging it is your thing. I think it is because when I when I plan is, and we talked about this last week with the vacation thing. Mm-hmm. I'll plan a vacation to ad nauseum, and that's probably my only thing because I like to pay my bills before I go, so I I don't have to worry about that. So if I want to spend every red dime that I have and even borrow some. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry. I have a roof over my head, food to eat, and all my utilities are on, and they're not towing my car. Yeah. So, but that's a probably about it. And I, there's a little bit of wing it in it because I may have alternative things to do. Yeah. But the plan part is to pay everything. So then whatever I do with my money, I do. Mm-hmm. So, and then, but once I'm gone, I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. I really want to talk about it when I get home. And yeah. I, I don't know why, but I, it's over. Let's do the next thing. And that's part of when I plant. But when I wing something, I want to chat about it. I want to tell you how it went. What happened? I had this obstacle. We got past that. We're here. We're there. You didn't we know did it was going to work out. And then it's, I guess that's exciting to me. That, that, that <laughs> is. <laughs> which, 
Hmm, makes me think, why I don't do dating better? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Something to think about. There you go. I've given up dating. Okay. I'm not going to go on another dating site. I don't care if somebody says, if you go on this dating site for the next six months and go out, I will pay you a million dollars. You can keep your million. It's just not worth it. No. Not going to do it. I believe in God. If God can part seas, if God can heal people <laughs> with so cancer funny. and other diseases, <laughs> he can bring me a husband. There you he go. He can walk right up to the door and knock. There you go. Well, I hope he shows up. <laughs> I I just and if he doesn't, he didn't want me to have one to begin with, and I've wasted too much time thinking about it. There you go. You can so move on. Just moving on. I'm gonna. That is a plan, Jack. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> That's the best. A a best plan. There you go. It's not a kind of plan. It's the best plan. Yeah, I'm. I I I will say, but again, my my master's is in management, and I took a strategic management course, so it just stuck with me to just know what you're doing. And again, that how do you eat an elephant one bite of a bite at a time really sticks with me. So again, like it's all for me. I don't just say okay from point A to point B. I'm going to get to where I need to go, which is all about the daily little things that you do to set yourself up for success. Because if you know the resources you have, you know why you're doing it, you know the tools, you know all of those things, I do believe that you can get from point A to point B if you want it bad enough. And if you don't, well, and I don't know if it's that you want it bad enough or not. I think people also get lazy. Yeah. You just simply get lazy. You get lazy with your learning. And that was one, that was of, the things one of the questions I've been like asking people. It's like, have you learned anything new that you didn't know before? Just totally, absolutely new. I asked a neighbor that, when were we taking the pictures and he asked to be in the pictures? Probably. Who knows? God may have had him knocking on the door. Um, but I, we didn't put him I in the pictures. I know somebody for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk later. Um, but my boo. No, not your boo. My neighbor. He's no. not my boo. He's my neighbor. Well, no, not your neighbor. I can't. I can't go up with your neighbor. I'm sorry. I don't, don't want to date him. Well, it's still. It's just. It's just seems creepy to me. But anyhow, okay. So I saw him <laughs> and I asked him today. I asked him. I said, "What have you learned today? Have you learned anything new in the last seven days?" He went totally political. Okay. Um, was that something new? Well, no, it really wasn't. It was just sarcasm about the Republicans. Like, okay. okay. So then I said, well, have you, you know, is there anything that you think I don't know you would like to tell me so then I could know something new? And again, another political statement. And I'm like, okay, well, thank you. You know, have a great day. And I walked away thinking, I don't know his name. He never told me his name. That mm-hmm. could have been something he could have told me, and that would have been a new thing that I knew. Mm-hmm. You know, and I asked Miguel, and Miguel said to me in our conversation, I told him about earwax um, in your ear. Um, sometimes will stop, you know, water from going down in there, or if you put too much water in your ear, it'll help create like a, a lodging of earwax, like the ear irrigation, right? Mm-hmm. <coughs> and he said he never knew that. So just in our conversation, he learned something new. Yeah. You know, basically, but the neighbor across the street, even though we didn't like actually tape it, I asked her and she said, well, she's learned about herself with this pandemic that she really can entertain herself at great lengths when she used to be always felt like she was alone. Mm. She says, I don't really feel that anymore because I have so much that I can do in my house and read and, and research things that I just didn't take time before. Well, that's good. She says, so my, my, le- my learning has. But most people that you ask that of, like the guy in the park, he knew, well, he already knew what he was telling me. And he was just focused. He couldn't get past what was going on in politics in the last couple of weeks. 
And that has just drained him to that's his whole conversation. And I think people get caught up in that. Something that maybe is distasteful or either they're elated and they can't. But you have to be able to think again. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the problem that we most a lot of people have. We can't think again. You say think again. What does that mean? Well, that's, I don't, I don't get I'll that. use my, I'll use me. Okay. How I was raised mm-hmm. and how children are supposed to be in the house. And in the house being with Alina, I wanted Alina to do as I was told to do in the house. Mm-hmm. And then you and also our therapist were like, well, you raise a son and a girl is different not that wasn't what the issue was the issue was I had to think again this is a different many generations removed well not many I'm not decrepit (laughs) (laughs) I was like thank you not decrepit but several generations removed so I need to think again how can I rethink this that we're not frustrating each other yet she's learning things Uh and at the same time i'm learning some things so something that you just rethink again yeah i was i I don't know who i was talking to but i said this earlier today um and i was like you can't parent your kid like they were one when they're six yeah so there's always and even with other people the way you deal with people the the moment I've met you, our relationship has changed. So I can't approach you in that same manner because we grow. So you have to almost be able to grow with people. Yes. You know, grow with people, but at the same time, actually grow with yourself and know that just because you've done something and it worked for you then, doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work for you now. So it's part of like a a letting go. And like you said, it's thinking again, like not everything that when I was 15, like me and Larry don't hang out the same way when we were 15, 14, because we like in our mid thirties, like, right. It's just so much different that our conversation is different and everything. So you can't necessarily expect that out of people, but at the same time, back to learning, just because you, let's say you didn't have a formal education. Does that mean that now at the age of 30 something, that formal education can't come into power or into, you know what I mean? Like, I think again, how we limit ourselves matters because someone that's like, you know what? I dropped out of school when I was 15, but I'm 35 and I want to get my GED and I want to get my master's or whatever you can do that and i actually know someone that has you know i know someone that only had a high school diploma and like six years later they have a master's i know a woman back in philly when i met her she was in her like late 60s early 70s Mm -hmm. and she was an excellent physician and uh, we were out someplace and uh, barbecue or something and we were talking and she was saying something. Somebody asked her a medical question and she answered them in such a, a nice way. It, it was something that they could understand, comprehend and work with. Uh-huh. And, and um, somebody turned to her and said, wow, that shows that you've been a doctor for a long time because you were able to capsulize that into a, a you know a good answer that was really one. great so i remember asking my doctor something like that and it gave such a like an answer i was like i had to ask the nurse what were you talking about uh-huh. and she said well i've only been a doctor for six years <laughs> we were like excuse me you changed fields she said no i went back to medical school she said when i was in like my 50s that's what's up and, and we're like what she said oh yeah i had to fight they didn't want me she said, because you don't have the memory base. And she said, I did. It took me longer. Mm-hmm. She said, but I wasn't going to give up. There you go. And and I was like, wow. And she was the reason I went back to school at 50 to get my degree. 
I thought, wow, if she can go become a doctor, I could get a degree. Yeah, I think all of that really matters. Like seeing seeing people, but also, you know, and I think part of that is the thing too. Like if you're around people who have kind of plans, you probably don't even know any better because right. that's what you see are kind of plans happening, which, you know, again, not everyone is privy to seeing that. So even that's a stroke of luck that you were able to see someone who was older who had went back to school and that was her story. But maybe that was just kind of your plan too, that things happen the way they should so that you could have that moment that changes your life in whatever direction it changes. But I think, again, you, you kind of got to have a, you got to be able to grow and kind of, you know, test yourself, test your own limits. And, what is and, your plan and, and for think yourself? Again, because if you think of things in the old pattern, um, there's a book, and they, in the book they talk about um, Blackberry. You remember Blackberries? The the phone. Oh yeah, why they're not doing? Why they went away? Yeah. And Blackberry was like the hottest thing going. Mm-hmm. Everybody had to have a Blackberry. Executives had Blackberries. Um, they said that a president. I forget which president it was. He would not give up his BlackBerry when he became president and they take your cell phones. And he was like, no, you can't take my BlackBerry. Mm-hmm. And that was the first thing that people could get their emails on. And but it wasn't, you know, you, you didn't do Google. You couldn't yeah. do all of that. But it was a work related thing where you were tied to work. Mm-hmm. It was probably a step up from a, a beeper. But. Mm-hmm they couldn't get past yeah. themselves. They couldn't see. And they had they had people there who were like, you know what, we need to do this because Apple's doing this and we're here. We you can, already have we can market. jump faster than them. And like, well, no, no, this is what people like. They're not ever going to do that. They don't all want an, all a, a Swiss army knife of a device. No, they were not the best planners. Yep. They weren't even, they were like, kind of, you know, like, well, maybe we could, but why, why break the plan? Mm -hmm. We got this. We're making money. And now they're not. Yeah. And they say Steve Jobs wasn't all that. He had good people around him. Yeah. And he was like, ah, but he let people talk him into stuff. Mm -hmm. If you can show me, we can do it. Mm -hmm. And I think people get stuck. Yeah, I'm going to show you what I'm doing and you're going to do it my way. You don't sit at the table and say, okay, this is what I do. How do you guys do it? Let's let's see who does it differently. I think part of it, too, is that a lot of people argue and don't have conflict resolution. So it's like, I want to be right. So BlackBerry wanted to be right. That's it. But they didn't want to come up with something that maybe everybody could have probably been like, okay, well, this is that and this is that. And we still, we at the bottom line, we want to make money. But how do we get to making money? That's like they say in all of the, the reality shows. She's not revel- re- rele- is it rele- relevant. She's not relevant. She's trying to make herself relevant. You want to be relevant. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you think the only way to be relevant is to say, this is the plan that I have used for 20 years. What is that phrase? We've always done it this way. Oh, yeah. You, if you say it that way, just know that you're We've a rat. All, when somebody says that, I'm like, okay, we're done. <laughs> uh, I've always been <laughs> this way. Just bail now. And that was the thing that I think I had to rethink with Alina. Uh You know, maybe that was the way that worked for raising me. And did it really all the time? (laughs) Or did I plot escape goats? I was, and maybe that's why I developed the wing it. He's so funny. You're like, I'm so I'm serious. A revelation. Because there were times that I was supposed to do X and I did Z, but I had to come home and it, 
and had to explain it. And I was always fast on my feet with the wing it. Mm. Well, this is what happened, Molly. It wasn't that. It was this. So then I, I had no choice but to do this. So I, I hope you see. Now, many times I was still punished, but not severely because I had my winging excuse to, to what was going on. And I just had to keep my mother away from Lois because she couldn't lie to my mother. She would fess up the truth every time. But I may, that may be why, because I was, I was raised in a strict household. Yeah. So I, I spent my time winging it and it developed into a habit that, that I just, kept on winging it and I think we don't understand that we do that to our kids no I mean a lot of people don't know what they do to their kids well that's amen to that sister a lot of people don't know what they do to themselves Ooh, that's another podcast <laughs> but I am appreciative of my parents that gave me the the ability to think through things to reason things which you can't wing it if yeah. you don't have those tools in your tool chest, mm-hmm. you can't wing it. If you, if you don't have things, an arsenal that you can fall back on mm-hmm. and people around you to keep you afloat with your wing it, or otherwise you'll end up with a, a kind of plan. Mm-hmm. And when you have a kind of plan, people can take it and move with it and become the star of it. Cause it was never yours. And it was never, and it just looks like it was never yours. And initially it, maybe it was yours, uh-huh. but because you didn't go, you got to decide, am I going to really plan something to be the, to have the best result or am I going to wing it and, and have maybe not the best result, but a good result. And then you can build upon that. Or am I just going to be a kind and let people roll me around? Decisions, decisions, decisions. But I do have a challenge for you. Me or yeah. the listeners? Oh, you and everybody listening. And I will even, um, if anybody's listening and wants to be part of it, I will finance it for the first five people that reach out. There is um, a book. Uh-huh. which I've only read a couple chapters, so I was winging it. <laughs> Back to my style. I feel comfortable with that style, winging it. But the book is called, what do you think? Winging it? No. Think again. Oh, okay. And I have a copy for you, Burley. It's by Adam Grant, and it's called Think Again. And it really is quite a good book. And um, I read like the, well, I have an audio version. I know you like the whole books. Mm -hmm. So I have a book for you, but I've been reading the audio version and I'm up to like the fourth chapter. And it has taught me so much about my winging it. I need to think again Mm -hmm. and how to think again as 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 an older person. Don't be stuck. In my old themes of how we used to do things. Don't throw it out with the bath, the baby in the bath water. Uh-huh. Just add to it, adjust it, you know, maybe make it a little more organic. Yeah. So that, that, all of that this week has brought me here. <laughs> well, good, good. So I, I, I feel really good about that. I'm a winginger and I'm going to live as a winginger and it's winginger. sometimes it's going to work out. And then sometimes it's going to be the screen door uh-huh. <laughs> with the screen tied on, <laughs> but Makita's can't get in. So we're good. All righty. Oh, good, good, good. I enjoyed the topic. I'm a planner, so I'll continue to plan away. And that, and that, you know what? A winger needs a planner. Yeah. I think we all need each other. Yep. We all need each other. All right. So are we at our um, self-care? I don't know. Is it That's my turn? No. Not. <laughs> um, I know it's not. I just like to ask. Okay. <laughs> so we're at our portion of self-care. And mine, oh my God. So when I drove to Tampa... Uh, we left at four o'clock this that morning, 
four o'clock. Yeah. We went up super early because I was like, I want to get there at eight. <laughs> Back to planning. Want to get there at eight and yada, yada, yada. Oh my God. There was so much fog. Oh. It was so foggy. And I was just like. It did say that in the weather thing. Yes. And I hate to drive, period. Like, I just, even going around the corner, I'm like, why do I have to do this? Where's my chauffeur? <laughs> Off. I don't mind the trip. I just mind that I have to focus on, like, keeping people safe. So, I was just like, okay, well, dang it, it's fog. Which, luckily, there isn't a lot of people. So, that it worked out either way, because I'd rather it be foggy and not have a lot of people around than to be foggy and yeah there's a lot of cars around so we're like driving and there's low visibility alina's sleep because you know she the the car seat is a pillow to her so and i i just kept telling myself oh my god i'm not breathing right now so while i was driving it I was, was that tense to me at that point in time so that's the anxiety rolling in and i just told myself like breathe like you're holding your breath just take a breath and that's basically what it was like when, and I was just like, just count it, like just breathe in through the nose to your, you know, diaphragm and out through your mouth. Even if it's allowed as hell, make that be the thing that you're focusing on while you're driving versus what everything else is going on. Cause it steadies you like breathing, right. you know, triggers your parasympathetic nerves and it makes you calm down like that system. So I was just like, oh, thank goodness. But that is my thing is, you know, when you're having a moment of anxiety or whatever, just literally remember to breathe is what we're designed to do. And just breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. And even if you just need to count your breath for like five or a minute, you know, just to sit there and try to just think of nothing but breathing. So that way you can kind of calm yourself down. So that is And that's good if somebody's having a, a panic. Because that was like a panic attack. I guess building up to it, yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, had you not done that, it might have become a, pan- a full-blown Yeah, like panic I probably would have pulled over or whatever. But it was just kind of like, just remember to breathe. Like, it was just, it was foggy. And I was like, when the sun came out, I was like, thank goodness. Hello. <laughs> oh my lord. So, but it was foggy, and I just kept telling myself, "Take a breath." Yeah. So that's why we did not leave that early today, because I was just like, "I'm not driving. I don't want to drive back down Alligator Alley and it's foggy." Did too. you take Alligator Alley to get there? Yeah. Oh, I hate Alligator Alley. Yeah, and it's dark. Ain't no lights over there. Oh, I know. And animals cross over. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. So take a breath. Well, I'm glad you made it. And I'm glad the breathing, that was part of yoga. That was part of yoga too. And you've been doing yoga every day? Part of your challenge? Well, I missed it during the vacation. So I owe you guys $3. Three? Not four or five? No. No. Three. That means you're doing it today? I am going to do it tonight. I made sure. That's why even when I came home. I ran a few errands and I was like, I don't feel like walking, but I was like, I'm going to walk. Do the things that you don't feel like doing and get it out the way. Show up for yourself. Oh, and yoga. You know what? Maybe, you know, just make it $4 and move on. No? All right. Um, <laughs> so thank you all I guess so not. much. <laughs> I won't be getting $4. Three. Yay. $3. I'll send it to you via Zelle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's even funnier. <laughs> and now remember, if anyone wants the first five people who contact mm-hmm. either by Instagram, Facebook, email, I will be, and I don't care if you want an audio or a hard copy, I want people to read this book. And I don't know the publisher, anybody paying me, and but it is such a good book that we really need to know how to think again. Oh, well, I'll look forward to reading it. Maybe we can have a book club. Woo! That was my plan. All right. Have a book club this Thursday about the octopus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Maybe you can use this next time. Mm-hmm. So, 
Well, all right. Thank you all for joining. Please like, talk, share, subscribe, comment. And as always, be safe. Be well. Be easy, my easy. Be blessed. Bye. Bye.